Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. So today we're going to be recording the fourth podcast of the Muslim experience. We are joined by Brother Rafiq. For the sake of the listeners, uh, I'll give you a chance to introduce yourself. So the mic is yours. Go ahead. Okay. Um, my name is uh, John Cochran. Uh, my Muslim name is Rafiq Abdul Salam. Born and raised in the United States, um, I am uh, 53 years old, and uh, I reverted to Islam in uh, 1999. Subhanallah. What was your life like prior to Islam, and uh, let's talk about how the transition was. Okay, uh, prior to Islam, you know my life was an absolute, absolute mess, chaos. Um, you know, I joined the military when I was right out of high school. Uh, I did four years there, I came out. You know, I wanted to get college money, so, you know, I went to school when I first got out. And, you know, once I did a few semesters and then um, I really started to drink a lot and I got introduced to uh, cocaine. Um, you know, so, you know, I started doing that a lot. I got really addicted. Uh, it led, it led me down to the path to, um, to crack cocaine. Um, it led me down to doing bad things to my family. Um, homelessness, being on the streets, and, um, eventually, uh, I committed a crime, and uh, I went to prison for that crime. And uh, you know, while while I was away, um, you know, I was really trying to find myself, you know, in anything. And I, I always believed in God. I always believed, no matter what, in God. And I know if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here talking to you at this point. Because that's how bad and dangerous my life had become. You know, but, uh, you know, I, I, I started to, uh, you know, study some Christianity, you know, uh, Protestant Christianity, uh, Catholicism, and it, it just didn't make sense to me. I couldn't get the questions that I needed to get answered. How come this is a mystery? Why is it? There's three people, you know. Why are you telling me that God is three people? You know, when it said, clearly says in, in the Bible, the Lord your God is one God. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, one, I had a dream, you know, about reading the Quran. And uh, so I woke up the next day and I went to a water fountain and uh, to get a drink. And there was an English copy of the Quran on top of the water. Wow. So, subhanAllah, you know, I grabbed it and uh, I started to read it. I saw some brothers, you know, uh, go into this room and um, they, were, they were having a class about, I seen the, the Imam was writing on the board, like Arabic letters and stuff. So I went in there, you know, and, uh, you know, he taught about, uh, 
you know, making voodoo, you know, gusho, you know, stinja, you know, things like that, you know, basic, yeah, you know, things, and, uh, you know, the prayers, the, the sunnah prayers, nafa prayers, and this and that, it's a lot. So I started there about I went in, yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, I studied for, I don't know, maybe six months and maybe more. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. You know, and then I took my shot. You know. So tell us about that. The moment you took your shahada, like within seconds of after that, how did you feel when you took your shahada? I, I felt like the whole world was lifted off of my back. Oh, right. You know? Yeah. Even the brother, you know, he's like, he was so happy for me. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, he was more happy than me. You know? Oh. And he was an Egyptian oh. brother. And um, he's like, he goes, brother, you just don't know what you did. You don't yeah. know what you did. Well, and I really didn't know exactly yeah. how, how true Islam was. Well, this is what the Muslim experience is all about sharing these kind of stories, uh, giving people a voice, a platform, and you know, just like we share these kind of stories with our friends, but it's also good to hear it for individuals out there who are probably going through the same thing. You know, alhamdulillah, just like you did, you turned your life around. It could have gone just like you said, any other way. You know, we hear stories all the time, 20 year olds, 30 year olds, they, they have no purpose. You know, they go through uh, so much tests and they turn to the wrong people they turn to the wrong things and it takes their life away ruins their lives you know and at least you got to see that what what it was doing to you i think that's really important for the listeners especially with drug addiction and anything like that how did you get out of that because i i feel that's really important what was your what was your pinnacle moment your aha moment where you thought enough is enough especially you know when i'm sitting in jail you know, yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what did I do with my life? Yeah. What happened? How did I get this way? Yeah. You know, that was like, you know, the aha. You know, I gotta, right. I gotta do something. Yeah. And then, you know, once I, I, I started to practice Islam. It was more. It's more than a religion. You know, it had become a way of life for me. Yeah. And it, it told me, you know, this is haram, this is halal, this is what you do from everything, yeah. you know, from cutting your fingernails to, to salah to whatever, you yeah. know. I had guidance, so, a lot yeah. guiding me, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. <sighs> yeah, you know, <clears throat> that's, that's when I started to live life. SubhanAllah. So I want to I want to ask you, out of the people around you, especially in that moment of your life, whether there were people you knew or didn't know, who would you say are the three most influential people in your life at that time, or right now as well, like influential? Who would you say really help you in that sense? But let, let's start with there when you were in that moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, when your life was changing, who was there for you? What kind of support? Well, you know, there's no doubt. My mother always supported me. So, you know, I'm yeah. 
no matter what I did. My father, you know, he wanted to kill me so many times, but, you know, my mother, she's always, you know, always loved me no matter what I did. And my mother is a Christian, you know, but she doesn't, she was so happy that I was praying yeah. to God. She doesn't, she doesn't mind, yeah. you know, but, um, you know, I have to say, um, the Imam that, uh, you know, that I started to go to classes, he taught me a lot, yeah. you know, my brother really helped me, and, um, one other guy, his name was, uh, Freddie, I don't know if I can say his name. His name is his name. Yeah, his name right. is Freddie Juhan uh, Farouk. Yeah. You know, he was my brother, man. Inside, yeah. so you know, he helped me. We helped each other. Awesome. That's yeah. good. And um, how? How? I mean, I guess we touched on it already, but what was the impact like with the people around you? You mentioned your parents. What about friends or your close connections? How were they? With the news of you mentioning that, mm -hmm. how did they feel about about my reverse? Yeah, my family, they didn't mind. Yeah. Like I said, you know, a lot of my family are they believe in God, but they don't practice religion. Okay, my mother does. Yeah, my father does. But you know, they were happy that uh, when I first came home, I would go in the room and. and my salat, you know, my five prayers. Yeah. So, um, and would they know. ever, were they ever curious as to your actions, you know, like when you pray and stuff like that, did they ever ask you? Never asked me. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> Not once. But my mother knew I was praying. Yeah. You know, because I had, um, I had gotten a, um, uh, a prayer rug. Yeah. You know, from Turkey yeah. in 1989. <laughs> yeah, I remember you mentioning this. Was it on the wall or something? Yeah, it, it wow. was, I put it on the wall. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I got home, my mother still had it. You know, it was wow. there. So I took it down and I started praying on it. My mother knew I was praying. You know? So she knew. That's yeah. amazing. Just, it's like <laughs> mm -hmm. something you had there all along and it somehow you started to use it. You know, it's just amazing, right? And the thing is, I, I think these kind of stories, experiences, call them what they will, they're very important because um, from my perspective, I was born a Muslim, you know, from, from day one, like my dad uh, would have prayed that adhan in my ear and, you know, I went through all that process of growing up as a Muslim, but for someone to have found it, you know, during their lifetime, that's a totally different experience. And that's why I want to do these stories, you know, because it's important. It makes people like me realize that I shouldn't take things for granted. You know, I'm very lucky to have been blessed as being born a Muslim. Uh, a lot of people out there are still looking for their journey into Islam. They're still on it, right? They've not discovered it yet. They're, they're curious, they're asking questions. Um, but Alhamdulillah, Allah guided you, you know. And Inshallah, for anyone out there, Who's listening and you know they haven't found their purpose they're still looking um, you know we hope this this will help you it will give you that extra push that you you may need perhaps uh, to come into Islam you know um, so what else? is there anything else you wanted to add um, that's all you good okay cool yeah. man
Thank you very much. Uh, we'll come to a close. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.